Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This, this is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. The defensive line, I want to be completely honest with you. We talked about it before they got into the Baltimore Ravens game. When you put pressure on Lamar Jackson, and I know he's an amazing athlete and quarterback, but when you put pressure on him, he struggles. There was no pressure on Lamar at all. And... You're putting a lot of money on that defensive line that we thought could get pressure this year. I was a little underwhelmed with what the defense looked like on Sunday. To be honest, I'm mostly underwhelmed because I thought a giant mismatch in this game would have been Trey Hendrickson against a backup left tackle and Patrick McCarry. And McCarry's one of the better backup left tackles in the league, but still a backup. (laughs) He still wouldn't start on most teams, so... I was thinking, okay, well, he should have a great game. Now, he doesn't have a great game. And you're watching the broadcast. You don't catch everything. I just threw it away as in, like, oh, they probably chipped the crap out of him. They probably gave so much help, but they didn't. They had ample – trainers had ample opportunities to take advantage of that matchup, and he didn't. And some of it is actually the plays he won and had a dominant rep. I'm thinking the strip sack a penalty called it back. Mm-hmm. You know, that is frustrating. But it also didn't look like Trey Henderson gets a backup tackle. I think we're allowed to ask for better performance because I thought it would look it would look like what Miles Garrett looked like to the Bengals, where that man, get some more hands on that guy. He's wrecking this game. Like you got to do something to stop Miles Garrett. The Ravens at no point it felt like they were going like, man, we got to do something to stop Trey Hendrickson. It just was, hey, Patrick, you're doing a great job out there. You know, uh, I think Patrick McCarry probably deserves a game ball for the performance he gave out. It was awesome. Morgan Moses on the other side, I don't think he allowed a pressure to Sam Hubbard. Uh, maybe one. So that's tough because I think of them as similar level players. The center, they didn't take advantage of too much, but at the same time, that's tough because it's hard to isolate the center, harder at least, than it is to get the tackles or the guards. 
because you're usually having that center help or be helped a majority of the game. Um, Reader had a pressure on Zeitler, and he had one, I believe, on John Simpson as well. But your nose tackle can't be your second best pass rusher. You need BJ Hill to get some pressure. You need um, Zach Carter to get some pressure. I thought Carter, I was so excited for him after last week, and now I'm back to that's not consistent. He had, no. a, he had a bad game in my mind. Josh Tupo is the backup nose tackle. He had a bad game stopping the run, and he doesn't give you anything as a pass rusher. It feels like they're not going to play J2 Fele, so we can stop yelling about it. <laughs> I mean, he was active. He got zero snaps. Um, Miles Murphy had a pressure on Patrick Bakari. I think some people they forget it. about it. <laughs> they forget about it. Like they do everything. They fit. Which hey, that one pressure that ties him with the amount of catches Michael Mayer has so far this season. Well, what do you think about this? And and yeah, I, I think it's fair to say. Look, Trey Hendrickson, you weren't good enough in that game. Sam Hubbard, you weren't good enough in that game. And I'm not trying to be because because your expectations are high for their talent. Yeah, because I think they're good. And I think yeah. they have been better, and they should be better. I just think this game, it, it's not me. I get so frustrated on Twitter, though, because it's like I point something out or I say somebody should be better. That's not me saying that player is trash or no. he's garbage or he shouldn't be on the team or anything like that. I'm just – half of this is because I think this player is good. I think this player is a really good player, and I expect a little bit better. So that's where I am on it because somebody got mad because, oh, man, not pressure-related – I thought Logan Wilson had a rough game. And, he did have a rough game. And everybody started getting on me about it. It's like, I'm not saying Logan Wilson's bad. I'm not saying he doesn't deserve that contract. I think he does. I think he's a great player. And that's why I expect better. And whatever. I'm just, you know, just analyzing the game and looking at it. We're not in the room. So like, we shouldn't demand better or anything because it's not he's not playing for us. But expect, I think I have expectations of Logan Wilson being a really good player out there. I think expectations of Trey Hendrickson being a near all pro level pass rusher and neither one of those things happened. I expect one of these backups to be able to provide something. And yeah, Joseph Osai's hurt. It just feels so much like last year where your second best pass rusher is a nose tackle that shouldn't even be on the field for passing downs. Cause that's not where his value is. And none of these guys are stepping up and a little bit of it is how the Bengals construct their defensive line. They love pocket pushers. They love guys that, you know, are great run stoppers. But Larry Ogunjobi left two years ago, and it really feels like they just never found another Larry Ogunjobi type because he was the second best pass rusher when he was here. Did you see him and last night? I sure did. Yeah, you know, you, I said it when they initially let him go. I, I was saying it is hard to find Larry Ogunjobi types. Like I get that he's not consistent. I get that there are other issues, and I know why coaches aren't that into them. It's the same reason they're not in the J2 Fele, because getting a splash play and then giving up a splash play isn't even in their minds. But if you could get a guy like Larry Ogunjobi in the pass rushing department, they need it. They need a guy like that right now. Do you, and one more quick thing, and then we'll hit on Dax Hill and we'll wrap up this episode. Uh, Joseph Asai, it honestly feels like he's going to be returning soon. It really does. I mean, he was out yeah. there in practice last week. And I think, again, they're, they're trying to be smart with his injury. And um, this could be the week that he returns. Is that going to be the difference maker on getting pressured? It might. I think Cam Sample's been okay in that department. Um, not consistent enough. But Osai is a guy that I pegged as my breakout many of the injury. 
I think I think Osai could be legit, and I think that it could happen in this game coming up or whenever he comes back. He's got tools that the other guys don't have. Murphy has tools too. He's just he's so raw, and mm-hmm. getting a pressure against uh, against Makari was good enough for me. Like getting one of those, that's what I'm looking for. One pressure, and I'm hoping the sack comes eventually, like next game or two. But where I am right now is like, okay, he, you could he's flashing a little. Osai, I'm expecting like not just flashes. Like this guy, I think he's going to be good. He was good in that Chiefs game in the AFC Championship game. Um, there could be a difference. It could just be as simple as that, as Trey Hendrickson and Joseph Osai opposite each other at the same time on the field. You can't double-team everybody. So they're just winning one-on-ones left and right. I think this game, it's an opportunity. Who Do you know who the Rams tackles are off the top no. of your head? No. <laughs> I think it's a Alaric Jackson. The other one's Rob Havenstein. He's been there forever. So that one's just, I just know the ramp right tackle. Uh, but the left tackle, Alaric Jackson, he wasn't starting for them at the start of last year. He's probably like Patrick McCarry level. Like, oh no. <laughs> not the same exact player, but you know, like a fine player, probably not starting on most teams. So yeah. we'll see if Trey Henderson can take advantage of that if they can get him one on one with him. Hey, Trey Henderson has like, Two, three sack game. I won't stop talking about how good he was. Here's the thing, and and I agree. We it's expectations. We have very high expectations for them. I trust Lou as a defensive coordinator. I know his specialty is going to be the secondary. I actually thought his plan was good in that Lamar Jackson in that game too. Just, also, Lamar Jackson, give him his credit, man. Like he, he had a really he, good game. You know how hard it is to stop an MVP level quarterback playing like an MVP. Hey, Burrow's yeah. done it to other teams, and we just go like, "That's Burrow." That's Burrow. This is the Ravens. This is the Ravens. Just kind of like, "Yeah, that's Lamar, man." <laughs> well, there was an opportunity for Logan Wilson at the very end to 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 at least get another yeah, stop. So it's it too quickly. It's unfortunate, but yeah, so that's where it is. And then I honestly, I do. I trust Lou. I trust Lou and the gang. Uh, but they do. They got to stop the run. They gotta. They gotta put some pressure on the quarterback. And I, I want to see it again. Um, and yeah, so that's how I feel about the defensive line right now. Going to the secondary really. really uh, I was just saying, for a defense that really, like I mentioned with the defensive line, loves run stoppers and prides itself on stopping the run, they've been very bad at it this year. It's early, but they have not been good at it. Yeah, there's some things to fix. And uh, we'll hit on Dax Hill really quickly because I'm still optimistic. I'm liking what I'm seeing from the rookie. I know it's easy for a lot of people to Second say, well, look at basically rookie. I know, I know, Dax, <laughs> I know that they drafted you too. Like, I'm so sorry. I'm, it, it, I treat him like a rookie and it, it isn't fair. Sorry, Dax. Um, but I kind of want to get to this point really quickly. I think a lot of people, they'll look at Von Bell, Jesse Bates, they got interceptions. Oh, we miss them so much. Happy for them. But it isn't Dax Hill. I don't think this is a Dax Hill problem when, when you see some of the issues on the defensive side of the ball. I've been really, really happy with what I'm seeing out of him. Yeah, he's been good. The corners, every single one of them had one rep where it just went like hands on the head, like, oh, yep. big play given up. Safeties, I didn't really feel that. Missed tackles, especially Nick Scott missed a few tackles. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to like, well, they weren't really allowing those deep shots. Even that play, some people got upset with Dax Hill <laughs> real quick. Another play breakdown where I don't have the play in front of you to watch. The deep ball is A Flowers. That's one of them. Uh, I believe those, yeah, Cam Taylor Britt, one-on-one with him. And Cam Taylor Britt just has to stay with it. He just has to be able to defend that deep ball. But you should have help over the top, right, because they play single high. But they're playing a coverage called jump where the deep safety just j- drives down on the over route, and then they try to replace him with the backside corner. The backside corner is DJ Turner, 
who supreme athlete. It's just he didn't get over the top of that either. So I don't really put much blame on DJ Turner because it's so hard for him to get there. They were really hoping Lamar would throw that over route, maybe get an interception. And the other side of it is Cam Taylor Britt's got to you know be better on Zay Flowers and not allow him to get behind him, make a play at the catch point. Um, so I don't even put that on him. I think that was the coverage call that he was asked to jump that guy. He was not doing that freelancing move by somebody's eyes. I think he was supposed to do that. 